I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, it's the last day before a long weekend, and I don't know about you guys, but I am so ready. I really could use this time to rest and reset um, after a jam-packed couple of weeks. I wanted to let you guys know, though, that sugar-free media merchandise is on sale through this whole weekend, 15% off, and you can use the code Labor Day 15, all caps, to get that 15% off at your checkout um, on the website. And if you have any questions about it, definitely let me know. There's a link in our show notes to shop our collection. I also just wanted to make you guys aware of something news related before we jump into like the bigger stories. But holiday weekends have now kind of become targets of cyber threats and it's just something to be aware of going into this weekend you know if you happen to be working this weekend and have anything to do with tech in your job just be sure to be very careful and aware of what's going on on the computer at all times because the White House actually put out, you know, a a short statement and took some questions from the press on this subject because they have protocols in place now of what you should do if you were to get hacked as a company. So this is really interesting times that we're living through, but it's just something to be aware of going into the weekend. So now for our bigger news stories for today, New York City flooding is what we're going to talk about first. And I wanted to issue a warning. This story involves some graphic details. So Hurricane Ida slowed down to a storm and headed all the way up the coast to New York City, drenching Philadelphia and many other places along the way. The storm grounded flights, stopped the subways, and flooded basements and businesses as well as killing 43 people in three different states. There were a number of heartbreaking stories to come out of this city that was simply unprepared for such a disaster. New York City saw more rain yesterday than it typically does over the whole month of September, if that puts it into perspective for you guys and trapped neighbors from being able to help one another. The ages of those who died actually ranged from 2 years old to 86 years old. Rushing water does not discriminate. People who became trapped in their cars and their apartments, and even on their way to escaping... 
whole families died together in their own homes. You know, places usually associated with comfort and safety became watery graves. Most of the stories being told right now involve neighbors being called out to by people in the process of being trapped by the water and then having to painfully hear their cries go silent. But bodies are also being pulled from trucks and cars where people literally drowned inside because of the water. I don't say this stuff to scare you guys, but to impress upon you how serious this crisis already is. The Mississippi River literally flowed backwards temporarily due to the amount of water coming in from the storm, and winds reached approximately 170 miles an hour. Remember, it only takes 50 mile per hour winds to be designated as a hurricane. These were more than three times that. And a 157 mile per hour uh, wind reaches a level five hurricane. So this is well beyond that threshold. We also saw tornado warnings in New York City and New Jersey. That is incredibly rare. These storms are largely unprecedented and they are getting stronger and much more frequent. President Biden addressed the country on the subject of climate, saying the climate crisis is here. Between Lake Tahoe on fire with much of California, serious drought plaguing the southwest and causing water supplies to drop, and this hurricane making it all the way up to New York City right on the heels of a devastating earthquake in Haiti and all the flooding we're seeing in Germany and Brussels this summer. It's all coming to a head, you guys. The president said, quote, Hurricane Ida didn't care if you were a Democrat or a Republican, rural or urban. This destruction is everywhere, and it's a matter of life and death. We are all in this together. This is one of the great challenges of our time, but I'm confident that we will meet it. End quote. Let's hope he's right. If not for our sake, but that of our little ones. They don't deserve to live lives dominated by dodging disasters, let alone dying in one. And next up for today, just a quick story on an Afghanistan update. The Taliban name a supreme leader. So Afghanistan, pretty unsurprisingly, seems to be headed towards a theocratic system of government, or in other words, one that puts God or religion at the center of their political structure. Priests rule the roost in the name of God and make legal decisions based on religious text. But they will have a lot to work of work to do in making this transition from men who are blowing up little girls just trying to go to school on the regular to the supreme authority on godliness. A man by the name of Habitula Akunzada will be the country's new leader. He's held a major leadership role in the Taliban since, since before 2016. 
He's inheriting a very broken country, though, one with an economy in free fall and abject poverty run amok. So we'll see what he can do to change all of that. And hopefully his own heart will be open to more human rights and rights for women. But I'm not going to hold my breath. And then I also have a couple of COVID-related stories for you guys. First up, a Texas school district closes after two teachers died of COVID-19 within the same week. So a school district in Central Texas has decided to close up shop temporarily as they try to get a handle on the rising COVID outbreaks within their schools. Parents, teachers, School boards and legislators are all clashing in the decision over mask mandates in classrooms. After losing two teachers in one week, though, it was kind of hard to deny that they had a problem and needed to take more drastic precautions. One of the teachers was only 41 years old, and her sixth graders are heartbroken. The second teacher was a 59-year-old man who taught 7th grade at the same junior high school. The school will use this time to actually deep clean the facility, allow six students to recover, and make a game plan for keeping their students and faculty safe. In Texas, there are currently about 15,700 new cases daily. And next up, just a really quick story related to COVID, Joe Rogan. So if you're not familiar, Joe Rogan is a podcasting giant and kind of king of the bros, if you will. He's long been critical of the COVID-19 vaccines, but he contracted the virus while on a speaking tour. He is having to postpone some of his upcoming engagements, but seems to be recovering well after a series of treatments. And next up for today, I wanted to do another quick story. We just have a bunch of shorter stories today, but um, I wanted to talk about Biden's approval ratings um, because they've taken a substantial dip. Biden's approval ratings have now dropped to an all-time low following the chaotic Afghanistan exit. Although polls are very prone to error, they do paint a general picture of the feelings of the nation, if done by a reputable group. This one was a survey of about 1,600 Americans, a little bit over that, and immediately following the suicide bombings in Kabul. And only 44% of these Americans felt that they approved of his handling his job as president. These things do fluctuate, but this was an all-time low for Biden since taking office. And when specifically asked about the handling of the Afghanistan exit, only 24% approved of how he handled the withdrawal. Americans seem to be definitely drawing a distinction between the decision to leave Afghanistan and how it was done. 
Most Americans agree with the president that we did need to leave, but it's how he went about it that they don't approve of. And for our last story today, a dog crashes the weatherman. (laughs) So before we go for the weekend, I have like the best story to share with you guys. (laughs) Hopefully this one will make you laugh and start the long weekend on a happy note. The video clip of this moment has about half a million views already on YouTube But a weatherman in Canada was just doing his thing, reporting the weather for the city of Toronto live when all of a sudden a furry little friend comes into the bottom of the screen looking up at him innocently like, what are you doing there, dad? At first, he tries to ignore the dog or even kind of step in front of him, perhaps unsure of what exactly the audience is seeing. But the dog a poodle mix by the looks of it, begins to actually follow him around on screen, kind of floating amid the temperature projections. (laughs) He stares at his owner as he describes this ferocious Hurricane Ida, completely unaware that this is a serious topic. The owner finally acknowledges that the dog, named Storm, is there and informs the audience that he's there looking for treats. Eventually, he tosses the dog a treat on air that Storm, the dog, catches as he floats before the audience. Just priceless. I will definitely put the link to this video for you guys in our show notes today because it'll definitely cheer you up and bring a smile to your face. And for my 90s babies, there's only one thing to say here. I couldn't resist you guys. And today I want to leave you all with the quote, fearlessness isn't required for success. And that is actually a quote from an interview I conducted today with Jessica Rimmer. I usually don't attribute these quotes because I don't feel like I want the person to taint the quote in any way. But this interview will be coming out in the next few months and it was one of my favorites to date. Stay tuned. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a patron of our podcast. For $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop. Tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make news du jour possible. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media, you have influence, tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love news du jour and why you listen. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. 
We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website, www.sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoy and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog, Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.